Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Kickstart Mornings podcast, where we kickstart your way to having a healthier mental state and a positive well-being. And today, I'm extremely excited because we've got uh, a special guest. Her name is Bianca Smeeks. She's from Neurospark. And uh, if you don't know her, uh, basically what she does is she's an NLP practitioner. She's passionate about teaching people about the mind-body connection and really how our thoughts can uh, or plays like a part when it comes to our physical health as well. Um, and her own, she's not just reading out of a textbook. So her own story um, speaks volumes in this area. And, um, and that's probably, that's what motivated her to get into this area of expertise. And um, I'm, I'm passionate. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about the subject. I'm passionate about the subject. So thank you, Bianca, for giving some of your time. Welcome to the Thanks podcast. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. No, that's that's all good. Um, so yeah, Bianca, like before we get into like the the, the, the nitty gritty deep questions, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, and you know, like what is what is NLP for most people? A lot of people don't know what NLP is. So why you know, give a brief description of what what that is, uh, and sure. then we kind of we'll, we'll dive into into things after that. Cool. So yeah, I'm Bianca. I am from Christchurch as well, which is good. Uh, NLP practitioner. So like you said, a lot of people haven't heard of NLP. It's essentially um, neuro-linguistic programming. So neuro is kind of like how our brains work. Uh, Linguistic is all about the words we use and the programming stands for the way our brains are programmed. Um, So I'm an NLP practitioner and I would work one-to-one with clients to really um, sort of look at their thoughts um, and their beliefs, the way they're thinking. And also in NLP, we also, we work a lot around how our information is stored in our brain. So whether that's memories, whether it's sort of traumas, I use a few different techniques I can choose from to kind of work with the unconscious brain and really change the way the information is stored or our beliefs and our words and that kind of thing. Epic. Epic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To me, it sounds super interesting. So I'm, I, I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but kind of explain why you decided to get like, there's so many other areas when we talk about brain stuff, like mm. there's, there's, there's like specific like counseling, there's specific, mm-hmm. um, you know, psychology, psychiatry, yeah. like mm-hmm. there's so many different areas. Why, why this? Yeah. Why, why this? my stuff? Good question. <laughs> so I, do NLP but I also run a training program called the lightning process which um, I will talk about but that really helped me on my own journey Um, and this kind of work it is it's like a type of therapy um, NLP um, in particular but it also deals more with our unconscious and also looks at our body and our movement and our senses which Mm. sometimes like talk therapies don't incorporate as much um, to that level gotcha. so it's a little bit different um, so yeah how I kind of got into this specific mind-body area it's quite a long story but we've got a bit of time uh, so <laughs> back in 2011 I toward the end of the year I started developing uh, chronic pelvic pain and like chronic pain is actually really common although we don't talk about it a lot a lot of people are walking around with chronic pain mm. and I spent a long time like a few years really trying to get to the bottom of what was going on you know as a female um they were checking around things like endometriosis and all these sorts of like possible explanations but no one could really like figure out what was causing all these 
this different this pain um, over the years I actually started to get new symptoms so I got a whole lot of like um, pins and needles different types of pain burning that kind of thing and this was in different areas of my body so like my hands my feet I'd get headaches I'd feel dizzy I just I literally got a whole lot of stuff mm. and no one could really um, figure it out like I would try new medication um, I'd go to see different specialists but I really didn't get much hope and I didn't know what was going on yeah um, wow. again it's it is actually quite common, but it's just really difficult when you're going through something like that and you're not getting, you're getting um, diagnosis, diagnosed, but you're not getting any like ways of getting out of it. Yeah, solutions, right? Yeah. So I spent a long time going through that and then I'd literally tried everything um, medical based, uh, a few different medications, nothing really helped. And what I found was, I was at the end of like almost giving up, but I found that after I had started opening up about, well, firstly, it was about my earthquake trauma um, as yeah, I was yeah. in town outside the CTV buildings for the earthquake. So once I actually started to unpack a bit of that, yeah, um, I kind of felt quite relieved. And it's sort of what set me off into thinking, you know, if I can talk about stuff and then my pain sort of decreases a little bit maybe there's a little bit more to this whole like yeah, mind yeah. body connection which I had not like literally not thought about once over the three years prior to that so not many doctors were kind of leaving no no one no one would ask me what had gone on beforehand or you know anything about my emotions and my thoughts so mm. I did that and then I ended up seeing an NLP practitioner myself who helped me work through uh, a few like traumatic memories um, to do with the earthquakes. Yeah. And then I ended up signing up to the lightning process, which was the final thing for me in getting well, um, which is a three day training about the mind body connection and really like delving deep into our thoughts and how to mm -hmm. retrain our brain through neuroplasticity and yeah. essentially calm down our nervous system, which mm. for, for people with chronic illness is stuck on high alert. Yeah. So there's heaps of components and I probably made it a little bit confusing no, but, you know, for the general public, but that's the essence of how I got to where I'm at. Yeah. And I'm like, for, there's so many things in there. I'm like, I just want to head in this direction or that direction. Um, but like you, one, we talked, you talked about dealing with a past, like past memories, past traumas, mm -hmm. obviously an earthquake. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's quite a, a, it's a couple of years back now. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people are in the same boat of, well, we've, we've pushed it under the rug in like a random part of our brain where we just don't open that door anymore. Mm. Um, we don't address it. And, um, when you, when you kind of talked about like, when we see doctors, I've got no, I've got nothing against doctors, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like sure. they are there to help, but like Absolutely. often, yeah, my frustration is that they would look at the symptom Mm -hmm. and then see the symptom as okay cool well this pill will hopefully help the symptom but we've got to realize that the symptom is obviously it's it's the outcome absolutely there's something, there's something deeper there's always more and i think um you know it doesn't even have to be some a lot of people that have chronic symptoms haven't actually had like um a, a major trauma like that it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be something huge but it can be a lot of um 
internal stresses that your body goes through, you know, yeah. stressful thoughts or little, you know, our body is running on that hypervigilant mode. So although I had that experience, like everyone else in Christchurch, um, my thoughts around it, my story around what went on that day, um, and also with that, you know, being on edge, ready for the next aftershock for years after, you know, a year after that, mm. probably did put my body into that kind of state for so long. And because I was already quite a high achieving kind of perfectionist, put that pressure on myself, there is only so much it can take um, before you know, a lot of my clients might get a virus or they might um, be in an accident or an operation and then their body kind of just doesn't have the energy to repair itself. Yeah, yeah. In that moment, yeah. Yeah. Well, There's honestly, a lot to it. There's so much to it, but honestly, it's like the, like my wife was in the same, in a, in a real, like a similar boat where mm. she, uh, she battled with, you know, chronic fatigue um, yeah. and glandular fever. And like medically wise, like there wasn't anything that she could take. Yeah. Um, and often we would hear this like, oh, well, you know, you need to de-stress your life. Like it's yeah. because of stress. But no one tells you what to do. Like, oh, cool. Do I just leave my job? Like, I and can't do that, you know? <laughs> so. I know. And it, and it is so much bigger than that as well. I mean, obviously, life these days in general is full on. Like it mm. is stressful. So, um, yeah, there's a lot I could talk. no 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 it's good it's good it's good i think people uh, if we can just kind of put emphasis that our our thoughts play a massive role in our physical health Mm -hmm. i don't think we i don't think people talk about it as much we talk a lot about eating healthy uh physical exercise which are all good things but we leave the fact that oh i can be pretty toxic in my head and and we're causing the same like damage to our immune system yeah and if i was eating mcdonald's every day you know definitely oh definitely i mean you know even being afraid of eating unhealthy you know people that get caught in that and we've all been there you know putting Mm. pressure on ourselves that in itself is stressful and that is causing uh different hormones to be activated in your body uh, so it is again it's like looking after our mental health and seeing what we can do being really compassionate to ourselves, mm. which has a huge impact on our physiology yeah yeah well um in case people don't know like uh, I mean, you've thrown around the term neuroplasticity mm. uh, a lot of people that i don't know don't pay much attention to what's going on in their head they probably never heard that word before mm-hmm. um can you kind of explain uh not too scientific yeah. No, no, I'll keep it basic because I. Basic. What What is neuroplasticity for? To get. I, yeah. Just really basic. It's just our brain's ability to change depending on how it's used. Okay. And that's literally it. Like I, you could think, um, you know, uh, we travel down a, a, a brain pathway so many times unconsciously that we just mm. have the same thoughts or whatever we're activating. Um, and then over time, our brain essentially likes to make things easy for us and it highways that neural pathway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when we're unconscious and not really thinking about it. Our brain just makes it easy for us. It's something like say learning to drive at the start. is really hard. Yes. Once we've done it a few times, it's just second nature. Um, and that's how neuroplasticity works. It's just, um, yeah, a brain connecting up to neural pathways to mm-hmm. make it easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just, really, become, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that your your brain can change. So let's let's throw this let's throw this um question. How mm. do we like 
often we can just fall into the laziness mm-hmm. of I don't know our habits our like our brain just kind of like you know just yeah. it's very lazy yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. to, and we don't actually take advantage of what it can do mm-hmm. how do we use neuroplasticity to benefit our health yeah so first of all i think it because i totally get that like we all fall into our habits you know things we get lazy um it is really easy so the first thing about neuroplasticity and utilizing it um is consistency and discipline i mean it does take consistency it's just a constant new choice it's constantly making new choices Um, but the first thing would be to really, and what I teach my clients is to become aware of what thoughts are repetitively coming up because these are the ones that are like essentially like wired in at the moment. And they're the ones that we need to change. And a lot of the time, like you'll know, they've been going on for ages. It just feels like it's part of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that your brain's trying to make it easier for you essentially. Mm. So um, becoming aware of the certain catchphrases or even the symptoms that we have, yeah. uh, that is like number one first step before we can do anything else because a lot of us do just walk around not really paying much attention to the dialogue inside our head. Yeah, and I think we, we also that we don't, we don't make the connection that uh, what, like we might feel a pain in our body somewhere. We don't actually make the connection that, it can be triggered, you know, like, um, I've been working my way through, like I've been doing a couple of thought detoxes in, in the, uh, this year mm-hmm. and just kind of becoming aware that, okay, cool. Like when do I feel bloated or unsettled? Um, you know, and, and, yeah. and then actually becoming aware of that paints a picture of like, Oh my gosh, like it happens every single time at this one moment why is that you know and then and then you actually track back and you actually find freedom in that instead of like oh this is just the way it is you know definitely and our body's always trying to talk to us so again we sort of see the mind and body is separated we don't take we don't really connect them up so mm. much up until more recently um so sometimes it is good just if you have a symptom to think to go back and think about like what was going on at this time it started or before the time it started, like what pressures were, the, were I putting yeah. on myself? Um, and yeah, I'm a firm believer that the body is just trying to communicate things mm. to us. So the more we can become aware, like you said, of just, you know, I, this happens then, uh, this, these, these are my emotions. These are my thoughts. When I experience this, yeah, uh, we can start to sort of piece things together a bit more and at least become aware of what's going on. Yeah. The mm-hmm. self-awareness, super important. It is. Important. It's important, but also in terms of um, what I teach with, with utilizing neuroplasticity and brain training, we also we can spend a lot of time on the past trying to figure out why we think certain ways and what's gone on to get us to that point, which is useful to a degree. But I also feel like having a future focus, having like telling our brain, redirecting it through language and different other techniques towards the future is Mm -hmm. if not more important because we need to know sort of where we're trying to direct our path. Because often it's, yeah, like I think, we uh when we it's yeah we often allow just the past to dictate yeah 
everything right and then at the same time we can all like i don't know sometimes once you become aware and then not having tools i think we can get so like fixated that oh my gosh my past is so big or this event was so big i'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then just lose sight yeah and, and we start to talk about it think about it repeat yeah. it and then you're building it you know like it's your plasticity firing on you <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man yeah no no that's like i, I could talk about this this topic for a long time because i'm super passionate yeah. about it um but real, before we kind of like get uh get into the last question i just want to um do you mind giving a little bit of insight on <clears throat> on your your experience for earth like with earthquakes mm-hmm. and um maybe was it like a a light bulb moment that began to change a mindset or change your view on the trauma um yeah i mean i um Hmm, good question. So <laughs> I didn't really, I mean, I would always be open with like what, what happened to me and that kind of, or where I was at least. Um, I was perfectly fine by the way, but where I was and I always felt really open about it and I've talked to people, but in terms of actually crying and like getting mm-hmm. up there, I probably didn't do that. Like I said, until like three years after. Yeah. Um, and I was with a friend who was, on that day and she did not feel well as far as I'm aware she didn't really get affected by the event yeah so even seeing that like an event itself is actually quite subjective in the way that our brain will deal with it and the stories we make so we can go through the same thing and it might affect somebody at a Mm. different level than someone else so learning that in itself is quite freeing in a way because it means just because we've been through something not to say we shouldn't be upset or, um, you know, yeah, but yeah. it just means that there's freedom in knowing that other people have been through it and they've, they are handle well, their brain is um, pieced a different story together. Yeah, yeah. But also, uh, I think, see, I, I still don't know whether the earthquake even completely had an impact on me developing chronic pain, but I think uh, I can see how my body, by not sort of, really getting upset about it and not releasing stuff mm. uh, your body can hold on to a lot of that nervous energy yeah. and really kick it into fight or flight so um i think it's really important to move through emotions and then not get stuck in them consistently but it's definitely not just about positive thinking it's about you know getting angry if we need to get angry yes. having a big cry and vent if we need to but knowing that we can do that, it's okay to do that, and yeah. then moving through it, and then getting ourselves into a, a better state. Hundred percent. I, mm. I I I fully agree with you. I was um, I ha- I have like this this I would say a theory, but like it's really what's worked for me is I used to be the kind of person that would suppress mm. um everything that made me uncomfortable. I was like, oh, I'll just like tell myself not to think about that and just like not addressing anything that's happened and just yeah. really suppress it. Um, and what I realized that it was, and had never left until I decided let's embrace the uncomfortable, let's embrace the pain, let's bring that memory back and mm-hmm. figure out what happened and, and actually go through the process of, of yeah, crying, getting frustrated um, mm-hmm. and just like working your way through and then, actually saying, oh, I no longer have to suppress this anymore. This is part of my history. It makes yeah. my story, you know, and taking ownership of that new, I think it's, it's super freeing. 
Yeah, and it can just be the end of like, especially if you're in a, a fight or flight situation, like something like that, a natural disaster, mm. and you didn't have another option, just releasing the end of it, like kind of like ties up the circle in the sense. It's yeah. like you, and with NLP as well, <clears throat> we, I actually work with people who have some similar memories and we can re-piece, kind of re-piece the whole story and completely change it. Yeah. But it, as long as your subconscious registers that you're safe and that it's, you know, in the past mm. um, and your body, which is the most important thing, your body feels safe yeah. and at least in a calmer state, that's when we start to get change. Mm. And again, I, I mean, it doesn't have to be a trauma like that. Our body can get stuck all of the time. Um, if, if, if it's been long-term, like little... Yeah. Even just with like little things of like I'm I'm I've been bitter towards yeah. Yeah. for a long time. It, oh, totally. may, it may have not been like a traumatic earthquake experience. No person dying, but it could have been an argument. You know, yeah. and 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 yeah, what I learned is that our body our body cells store memory. Yeah. It's not just your brain. You yeah. know, like that's the mind body connection right there. Like your body storing that and until you you work through it your body's going to continue having that in its cells yeah a lot of the clients i see are really intelligent like high achievers thinkers and when you are you know like analytical you're thinking constantly that's when your brain your neural pathways mm. you've got like a high functioning neurological system so they created really quickly so it kind of backfires the most intelligent like type a people are the ones that can get stuck really easily. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. This is, I'm really hoping if you're listening right now, this is, uh, there's some gold nuggets. I feel like <laughs> we need to get you back on here so we can just kind of okay. dive, dive deep into one topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man. It's, to talk about. It's epic. Mm. Um, before we, before we end, uh, Benke, I love if you can, um, there's for, for some people that's, that's out there that may, uh, may be now aware that they are, holding something or maybe they are they, they you know been diagnosed with like things like um celiac or or you know chronic fatigue or um just like things like that where there's no real medical option and they're now becoming aware of things that they've never addressed in their life mm -hmm. what are some practical tools that you could give them today that they can walk away and like actually put into action and and you know <laughs> yeah, I could say so much. Again, I'll try and keep it simple. So, uh, again, don't think too much into it. But if you are stuck, start again. At, like start to become aware of what is getting you stuck consistently, especially for people with um, dealing with mental health symptoms, so anxiety, depression. Mm -hmm. What is that like consistent thing you're saying to yourself? Um, I teach people how to interrupt that pathway, so how to stop. Uh, which runs a bit deeper. I won't go into it now. But another thing that I would really, well, two more things, becoming aware of our posture okay. and our tone. Because the messages that our body sends to our brain are just as powerful as what our mind's sending to our body. Because it's, gotcha. you know, a vice versa connection. So yeah. if you are anxious, if, you're, have, if you have chronic fatigue, um, naturally over time, you've, your posture will have taken on like, probably like a little bit slouch over mm -hmm. if you've had fatigue, you know, you're, you'll be quite um, a bit sort of fatigued looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really making a conscious effort to like shift our posture into what we want to embody, like where we're going. Awesome. Because 
it's like if you're smiling, it's really hard to, to get into like a sad memory. Yeah, and it's just yeah. the same with our body. So if you, if you just notice it and shift it, you'll feel so much better. And it is repetition, mm. but straight away, that is sending our brain, at, well, yeah. our, um, we're going down a different neural pathway by yeah. just changing our body and even slowing down our, how we speak. So if you're dealing with anxiety, you can just slow your voice down. Just pre- like, like play mm. around with it. Mm. And see how that that feels because it's taking that stress response, that n- nervous thought into our yeah. brain. It's stopping it there. Yeah. Um, one more as well. No, no, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. These awesome. And the, the final thing I'd probably just say for everyone, um, regardless if you're feeling stuck or dealing with any health issues, but it's visualization. So okay. I you know, like people, meditation is great, but I think to some people, you know, people get quite worried if they feel like they're not doing it right and it's hard Mm -hmm. to switch off. So something that I probably prefer is to get just every morning for five minutes, I can take five minutes, is just to get in touch with how you want your day to go or how you want to see yourself in a a year. Yeah, awesome. By doing that, by really like, literally as if you were there as if you were in the future so you'd see the things you want to happen you'd feel like feelings really important how you want to feel Mm. um who would who you'd be with all of that kind of thing where you'd be uh you are priming your brain and it doesn't mean it's necessarily happened yet and it even will happen but because it's a nice thought Mm. it's good for our physiology and it's like most of the time we spend unconsciously times getting into like negative projections about the future because that's what our brain does to keep us safe. So we are consciously like visualizing, we're consciously creating like nice projections. Yeah. Yeah. And our brain, you'll be really surprised at how much easier it is to become that person. If you're thinking about it consistently. Great. I love that. Just like, yeah, finding five minutes, finding some vision gives you something. Man. See who you want to be and like who you want to be with, what kind of people you want to hang out with, what mm. you want to be doing for a job, you know, family, all of that kind of thing. Like yeah. whatever details you, you want to add. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Hey, that was actually like, you can, those are some practical tools that everyone can just say like posture. Heck, while you're saying it, I was like, okay, posture. Yeah. I Shop. know. <laughs> it's, it's like a consistent noticing because, Mm. It's so often that we find ourselves just like slouching Ouch. over or yeah. And yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The importance of what you do with your body, it, act, it is it is playing a part in what you're building in your brain. You're restructuring and reconceptualizing all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but hey, thank you so much for your time, Bianca. Um, right. Before we end, we, we uh, if people want to find out more about you, what you do or get in touch, with our best, best places to go, where would that be? Yeah, so uh, I do need to up my social media game, but I am on um, Instagram, so neuro.spark. Uh, and I'm on Facebook, which is just neurospark. And my website is www.neurospark.co.nz. And that has all of my offerings and cool. a little bit more about me. Cool. Amazing. Amazing. Hey, thanks so much. Hey guys, if you enjoyed that, uh, make sure you follow us, make sure you go and follow Bianca on all social media platforms. And, uh, man, I really, I really believe that we kickstarted your way to having a healthier mental state today and a positive well-being. Have an awesome day. Smash life. We'll see you next time.